Good morning, Darby Dole, Ketchum, and Pike. Jessica Darby's office. Will you hold, please? Yes, Miss Darby. Of course. Miss Darby will see you now, Mr. Charles. Have a seat, Mr. Charles. Thank you, Miss Darby. I'll get right down to it. I'm here at the behest of Mr. Sam Simons, whom I believe you know. I'm afraid what I'm about to say may come as a bit of a shock. Is there something wrong? No. Why? It's just the way you're staring at me. I. Uh, fine. All right. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, I understand that Mr. Simons was a long-standing legal client of your late father, Tom Darby, as well as a close family friend? Would you mind getting to the point, Mr. Charles, rather than telling me things I already know? Of course. Mr. Simons wishes to retain your legal services. Were you about to... What? Say something? No. Oh. Okay, you were just... As Mr. Simons is aware, you are, by far, the highest biller in this firm. Not even close. Yes. So, to make it worth your time, he therefore would like to pay you double your already robust rate to work on his case to the exclusion of all others until it has been resolved to his satisfaction. He said you'd like that, the money part, because apparently you like money very much. What is the case, Mr. Charles? Mr. Simons has been unwell... From what I know about Mr. Simons, he is very capable of finding the best care. Yes, that's true. But, Miss Darby, your father, Tom, was the last person on earth Mr. Simons fully trusted. And since he, your father, passed, Mr. Simons no longer has anyone with whom to share their, shall we call it, unconventional belief system? The same one I believe you shared with your father when you were younger, if I'm not mistaken. Tell Mr. Simons he can make an appointment to see me himself. Ah, Mr. Simons has forsworn all personal contact for safety reasons. In the event his instincts overwhelm him. You'll have to get to the point, Mr. Charles. Miss Darby, Mr. Simons is of the belief that he has become a zombie. Has he? Is that a joke? Is it funny? It's alarming. You and I both know that zombies don't exist. I can't help you, Mr. Charles. Uh, Three times your rate. I'm listening. Mr. Simons believes he is a zombie due to a spell placed on an ancestor of his. This creates a number of legal complications that put his business interests at risk. If people find out about this, wow, you're still letting me talk. Okay, here, take this. It's a book. I see it's a book. A novel by a new young writer by the name of Hudson Jellick. Apparently it's pretty popular. I don't really keep up with those things. Mr. Simons told me the only solution to finding who's responsible for the curse is in that book. And you will recognize it as such since, as a young girl, you used to do quite a bit of time traveling with your fa... Oh, you know what? Never mind. Just tell me if you'll take the case. I'll read the book and assess. Oh, Mr. Simons will be so pleased. Uh, Oh, there's a letter written by Mr. Simons tucked in the book that he'd like you to read when you are alone. And then, uh, here's my card. Call me with your answer. Have a good day, Miss Darby. One more question. If Simons is capable of writing a letter, why did he send you? Because he knows what a touchy subject your father is, and I'm his bastard son. Oh, not your father's, Simons. 
I should be more delicate with that revelation. Still haven't found the sweet spot. Bianca, show Mr. Charles out. This way, Mr. Charles. He likes to keep me busy, you know. Get me out of the office once in a while. Bianca, wait. Find out what you can about a novelist named Hudson Jellick. Ready for that glass of wine, Jessica? Yes. Here we go. <laughs> Tough day? <laughs> I love that sound. Cheers. What's that, a book? Yes, Joe, it's a book. Okay, then. Uh, back to the scallopini. Might as well take a look at the Simon's letter. How long is this thing? My dearest Jessica, I know I haven't been a very involved part of your life the last ten years or so. Nope. I carry a fair amount of guilt over that. Your father asked I'd look out for you after his passing, but you never seemed in need of my help. In fact, I think you'll recall you said that to my face a number of times. Many times. Know this, Jessica. Your father was proud of you each and every day. He often called you the hope of the future. He had so much faith in you and, and your intelligence. Blah, 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 skim, skim, skim. Which is why it feels odd to be asking for your help now. I've been hexed, Jessica. That means... I know what hexed means. Someone placed a powerful spell on a forebear of mine, meant to manifest on that forebear's offspring. It appears that offspring is me. Jessica! You're a zombie. I'm a zombie! As I believe your father taught you, souls journey together throughout infinite lifetimes, even if they choose to skip the occasional incarnation on Earth in order to restore energy. The book Mr. Charles, my bastard son, gave you will give you a start. This letter will provide you means to get back to what we call the present. Therefore, you must never allow this letter out of your possession or risk being stranded where you've traveled for all of eternity, bringing your infinite personal evolution to a halt. That would suck. I implore you, Jessica, find who's responsible for this and stop it from occurring before you... <laughs> Jessica, honey, can you help with the salad? You know how I feel about knives. I get so much joy from making you happy with my cooking. It's a little bit like therapy. <laughs> Speaking of which, today my therapist told me the reason you're so emotionally stunted is because probably the last time you let yourself feel anything was when your dad abandoned you as a child, causing you to associate feelings with a negative outcome. And the reason you're so crazy obsessed with making money is you're symbolically punishing him by being more successful than he was, using income as your measure. You know, your cold stare used to freak me out. <laughs> now it totally turns me on. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, she also said I'm with you because I'm way codependent, but we already knew that, huh? <laughs> Taste this. It's delish. Oh, you don't like it. I can tell. Does it need more salt? I'm so sorry. Let me add some. <sighs> Joe, in the first place, the man didn't abandon me. He died. Which is the ultimate abandonment. You can't even call him your dad. Just the man. Wow, my therapist is good. Time to go. What? Why are you taking off your apron? Where are you going? To work. At this hour? Wait, is it because of what I said? Which part? It doesn't matter. I, I take it all back. I, I take back everything I've ever said. Jessica! Knew I should have made the shepherd's pie. Hello? Can I have everyone's attention? Thank you. Thank you all for joining us this evening for our annual literary up-and-comers cocktail event. Can we get a round of applause for our very talented honorees? I'm so glad you enjoyed my book. This whole experience has been kind of crazy. Like I said, I've never written a book before. Turns out I'm kind of good at it. <laughs> Hudson Jellick. Hudson Jellick, the author of Bandit, A Dog's Love Story. Bat Hudson Jellick? Yes, I'm Hudson Jellick. Can I help you? My name is Jessica Darby. I'm an attorney and I need to speak with you now. A lawyer? Oh, give me a sec. Excuse me. Yes, uh, what can I do for you? Not here. Sorry, but I can't leave. My publisher says I have to schmooze. <laughs> my publisher. I love saying that. I see you have my book. Did you like it? I know it's not fiction. <laughs> why, why don't we step right on over here? What did you say? I said this book isn't fiction. It's a thinly disguised account of an actual place you've been to that you call Green Meadows, but is really something else. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just like you changed the name of all the characters, including the dog Bandit. Everything you wrote about in here is real. I've been to places just like it. Really? You have? The only thing I care about is getting to this place immediately, and you're going to tell me how. Okay, um, nice speaking with you, Jessica, was it? I have to go circulate. Circulate, like, like uh, in a circle. Stop following me and staring like that. Like what? That. Like you're made out of stone or something. Seriously, cut it out. People are going to... <laughs> what do you want from me? Meet me at the diner on the corner two blocks north. Ten minutes. I won't wait. Order up! I'm here. What do you want? As I said, my name is Jessica Darby. I'm an attorney, and I have a client with a personal interest in the town in your book. You don't listen very well, do you? I told you. I made it up. It's fiction. Now, if you'll excuse me, the Times wants to see how I spend my Sundays. Ow. 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 My ear. Let go of me. I've accepted a job, Hudson. A lucrative one. Since you are the only thing that stands between me and succeeding at that job, I will keep showing up wherever you are, no matter who you're with, and keep asking until you tell me how to get to that town. Once you have, you will never see me again as long as what you've told me is accurate. Do you understand? Keep your voice down. 
Look, this book, my writing career, it's important to me. You can't ruin it. That's not my intention. Could have fooled me. Tick tock, Hudson. Here, take it. What is it? A one-way ticket to where you want to go. It's called Rolling Hills. I don't know how I even got it, but it's yours. If you leave me alone. Fine. And his real name is Buddy. The dog. If you see him, tell him I miss him. You've reached the phone of Mr. Ernesto Charles, bastard son of Mr. Sam Simons. Please leave me a message and I promise I will return your call as soon as I can. Mr. Charles, Jessica Darby, I accept the job. Wire the money and I'll start immediately. I'll be in touch. This is the desk of Bianca Furtado. Please leave a voicemail and I'll return your call during regular business hours. Bianca, Jessica, there's a large escrow coming in under the client name Samuel Simons. Notify the partners I'll be out of the office for an extended period and will be unreachable. If they complain, show them the escrow. Hey, you've got Joe. Leave a message, and I appreciate you. Joe, it's Jessica. I'm breaking up with you. Goodbye. Tickets, please. Tickets. Miss? Miss. Huh? Rolling Hills. This station is Rolling Hills! What? Huh? This station is Rolling Hills! Wait, I have to grab my bag. Wait! Watch your step, lady. Sun's not quite up yet, such as it is. Sun? How long was I... Where do I... Just start walking, genius. Client manifest. Simon's case. Entry 001. 6.12 a.m. Attorney arrival in Rolling Hills, where there appears to be... Nothing. Jessica Darby, Zombie Lawyer, was created and written by Kate Allen and directed by Eric Nightingale and David Arrow. Recorded by Jake McGuire at Raven Recording in New York City. Sound design by David Arrow, Eric Nightingale, Jake McGuire, and Rich Allen. Performances by Amber Paul as Jessica Darby, attorney at law. Enemy Jones as Bianca. Will Manning as Joe. Tom Allen Robbins as Mr. Charles, bastard son of Sam Simons. Bill Ewins as Sam Simons. Donna LaStella as Denise. Chris Tipp as Hudson Jellick, and George Sheffy as the conductor. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It means so much to us. Jessica Darby Zombie Lawyer is 100% listener-supported, so please consider clicking on the donate button at zombielawyerpodcast.com so we can keep making these for you. A production of Flying Fur Entertainment, a division of Jammy Day Productions. This is Tyler Bunch. See you next time.